What'd you say? No intro. Let's just start talking. All right. You. Well, with that, we're going. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to good old Rocky Pod. So we got a win, boys. We beat South Carolina. How we feel? Great. I'm great as always. Wait, before we get in, Chris, are you, is this a bit or are you for real? It's for real. <laughs> so when did you lose your voice Saturday? It was fine after the game. And then I woke up the next morning. And, and I, I, I've done everything. It's gotten worse. <laughs> there, I've discovered there's two voices. I can do this one and I can do this one. Oh, that one's better. That one's better. Yeah. <laughs> you should just mix it up. That randomly. one. That's yeah. the, and you whisper. It's scratchy. <laughs> but it's one of two. It's it's pretty good at Ed Orgeron impression. <laughs> anyways, Tennessee beat uh, South Carolina, didn't we? You guys want to talk I, about that? I yes. think, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, pretty good. Like, I mean, there was awful things in the game, like Joe Milton throwing awful interceptions. But other than that, I think we did pretty good. I thought yeah, the first yeah. pick was pretty bad, but the the second one, I almost want to blame. Who was it? Was it Warren? Probably. I think I think it was McCastles. But uh, yeah, that one was. Yeah, it was. McCastles did not make the play on the ball like he should have. Yeah. Somebody's been reading the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overall, I mean. The defense, I think, won that game more than anything because I was honestly worried that South Carolina was going to come in here and put up some yards and some points, and they didn't do much of either, so it was nice to see. Matt, are you happy? That's what I want to know. Am I happy that we won? Yes. Are you happy prettier. about three touchdowns? Yes. But we, if we had elite quarterback play we would have won by six touchdowns well that's Did the we have elite quarterback play last year when we lost uh that was last year okay this is this year we're talking about this year i do think that like that's one thing i was kind of thinking about i'm happy obviously that we won uh but i do think we probably had 60 points on the field that so we probably left like 20 probably probably another two two and a half touchdowns uh, we're left on the field, for sure. Yeah. You guys are comparing it to perfect, though. And I just... Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. No, I, I, I've decided to somewhat tone back the negativity. I mean, you look at every team in the SEC this year as leaving, as making mistakes and leaving points on the field. Everybody sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's an exciting season for that, for sure. We have to start judging it on a different scale. We can't compare it to last year anymore. This is not Hendon Hooker's offense. It's Joe Milton's offense, and that is going to look drastically different. But it can still be effective. It looks drastically offensive. At least the running backs. I mean, our running backs are so good. They are so good. 
one thing I would like to bring up to the group is do we think that like Maze being back was actually that impactful? Yeah. I thought it it looked noticeable, yeah. I mean wasn't a whole lot of pressure South Carolina got all night. Like I, I think he was the missing link for the line. The tempo in the first half seemed way better to me. Yeah. So, Caleb, you and Chris were at the game. What was the atmosphere like? <laughs> it it was good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be hyperbolic and say it was the best ever or anything, but it was good. I honestly don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys wear black or? Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You did not. We did not. We Yeah. Oh no! Those people. I liked the the light show before the game. That was nice. No memory. <laughs> <laughs> was it kind of similar to the light show they were doing last year? So I heard. Yeah, I wasn't at the Kentucky game, so I don't know, but it was very good last year. Well, I'm happy our fans could enjoy that. Good for them. Um, what else we got? So obviously, we got to address the Brew McCoy injury. Very unfortunate. That's I'm not really know what there is to say. Sucks. I mean, that that's the one guy where that injury I think is really going to hurt the offense because that dude. I mean, he's just a leader on the field, off the field. It's his death yeah. blocking. You're probably right. Although, last year when Tillman went down, we seemed to get better. I don't know exactly why that was, but I don't know. I'm not – I don't know. I'm. We could be fine. We'll have to see. It was midway through the second quarter, right? I thought it was in the third. I think it was like near the beginning of the third. Now, I, because we had the we had the pick six after the injury, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was the second. It maybe. was the injury pick six halftime. I think it didn't seem to slow us down all that much, but then South Carolina being what they are defensively, I mean, it we we looked good on both sides of the ball and in special teams. Yeah. We, we dominated. We dominated in the way that I hoped that we could. One of the most I mean, encouraging things to me was the drives in like the fourth quarter where we just kept the ball on the ground and took a ton of time off the clock. Yeah. No. I think, yeah. I mean, this offense, I think that's why I'm just so down because it's, it's not last year's offense. And that, that, Last year kind of conditioned me to, okay, this is what we have to expect every year. We're going to score 50 points a game. And, you know, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to score 51. So, I agree. Uh, but, I, uh, it's, man. There's not a whole lot of explosiveness. And I guess my lingering fear going forward is it feels like it will be easier for good teams like – Texas A&M, Alabama, Georgia, so on, even Kentucky, to to stifle a power running game like ours more than it would have been if we had an explosive 
downfield passing game, which we just don't have. That, that's a good point. That's my main fear. What do you think? Is that a valid observation? It may be, or I, it could be. I don't know. I just don't know enough about football. It could be that we're not throwing downfield just because it's not there. It's, yeah. They're just... Receivers are just not getting separation. Like, I mean, I, we took Hyatt and Tillman's ability to do that for granted, I think. We thought that this was a plug-and-play system, and it's clearly not. Yeah, I do think that, for me, just watching a couple years of Brew McCoy, like, he's a great wide receiver. Like, I think he's truly, like, a five-star receiver that he lived up to be. But he's not a deep ball threat as much much as he is just to move the chains on the second third down receiver that's the most devastating part of the loss yeah yeah but after he went down you saw we we tried to run one of those little bubble screens and i I can't remember if it was nimrod or webb in there but he just didn't have the same impact blocking the one excited sorry go ahead yeah the one thing that i do think that we kind of saw once brew mccoy went down is uh, the tight ends got more active. Whether, you know, Castle's kind of sucked it up, but I think that Warren is going to have a major role uh, moving forward. Like, he might be the replacement for the, like, those targets that would have been going to Brew McCoy are probably going to go to Jacob Warren now. Oh, man. That's the big body that you're looking for. It has been kind of interesting to see McCastles kind of take over that primary role, though, because, like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see much of Warren anymore. I mean, I know he had the touchdown catch, but it seems like McCastles is getting most of the playing time there. Yeah. Which is very surprising because, I mean, where did he come from? Like, UC Davis or something? Like, no one ever heard of this guy. And then comes in, he's, you know, playing SEC-level football. So that's pretty exciting. Give a big shout out to Kamal Haddon. Oh yeah. It's time for some Maya culpas around here. <laughs> I do mean, love his right. his interception was because he was playing ten yards <laughs> off of the receiver. But... Yes. Forty chats, man. You said it, not me. Was it Pierce that set that up with the pressure? Yeah. Three sacks, six uh, pressures all night, or something. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he had three sacks and like seven pressures or something insane. Yeah, he, but he was great. I love our young lineman. I was told that Haddon was booed in the pregame introductions. Oh I lord! You could hear it, but it was very, like, it was not loud. Caleb, when did we get to our seats? <laughs> like. Uh, maybe 20, 25 minutes before kickoff. We saw a pregame? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, no, but I think for me to wrap up my thoughts on the game is like, I think we're, it was good that the way we kind of handled it. I mean, I do think it was hilarious that Rattler after the game said that that was our Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but I think I, I was, Pleasantly surprised that we did what we were supposed to do on defense. And for the most part, except for probably like maybe three or four possessions, we were kind of who we should be on offense. 
Yeah, I think that's the most frustrating part is, I mean, you see those drives on offense, like, what was it, a 94-yard drive we had? Like, I mean, it, it looked perfect, like, you know, good balance. And then we go out, like, the next time and just play awful. Like, it's, it's just so weird. I don't like it. I mean, it's kind of how football works, though, sometimes. I don't want it to work that way. I want it to work in our favor all the time never change it you see that it's possible i think that was my biggest complaint with milton um in the second half we're up and we have the ball and they they know we're going to run the ball but he's not even out there trying to sell that he's going to pull the ball back and keep it on some of these uh run pass options or whatever like he's just going through the motions on it and it i mean it's not good for our running backs because i mean they're getting squashed at the line of scrimmage and nobody's going to have to respect it in the future when they see that on film. Like, uh, I just, I don't like that. I want more. I kind of feel like, I felt like he was told not to run. Did he run at all Saturday? Uh, I think he had a little scramble for a couple yards when no one was open. I don't get it. Like, is he scared of it? Well, obviously. I think he doesn't like being tackled. Well, isn't that how he got hurt um, his first year here? Was he kind of scrambled? Or no, he was kind of like awkwardly sacked or something. I think it was the latter, but... No, man. I mean, he's injured, isn't he? He's not 100%. He got, yeah, he's banged up. Yeah. Plus, I think we got secret A&M playbook. <laughs> kind of holding back, too, so... Say more! They did. They did talk about it on the TV broadcast about how he was wearing a big, bulky brace that limited his mobility a little bit. Oh, well, don't all offensive linemen I mean, wear those? And they still manage to have a little bit mobility and block. I mean, they go like five yards every play. Oh well, yeah, unless they break the rules. Not uh, not our left tackle. He goes fifteen to twenty left to right, mauling dudes. Yeah. You see that videos Cole Kublik threw up? That oh, dude have to see monster. Those, He's well, just. Um, did you guys see the Trey Smith one from last night? On the, yes. Uh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Like that is. Oh, that's something else. I enjoyed it. Can, uh, before I forget, since we gave a shout out to uh, Brew McCoy, uh, can we? Wish a speedy recovery to Jackson Lampley and Dane Davis. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People were just dropping like flies in that game. It was Especially after our extra points. <laughs> People sitting behind us at the game were very concerned about Jackson Lampley getting hurt on the point after attempt. Oh. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was when we were substituting and you see a guy running on the field. And one of the players like just looks at him, and he just p- tells him to go down, go down, and he just <laughs> immediately falls on the ground. Uh, yeah. It was great. I don't know for you guys that were like actually in the stadium. It was clearly hilarious on TV where they zoomed in on Lampley after the extra point, and the trainer was just fidgeting with his knee brace, <laughs> like he was literally just moving his knee brace back and forth and up and down, and then Heupel was just like patting him on the head. I love that they sell it with Heifel coming out with a very grim. Hart was literally like, oh, I hope it's, like, not a serious situation because, like, you know. And, like, I don't know if Tom Hart's in on it or not, but, like, he was selling (laughs) like it was something serious. 
disciples should go out there with like rosary beads or something. Yeah, I think I, I want like if Tom Hart calls on like a radio show in the future, I want someone to ask him that question was like, are you in on this or are you not? Because he was selling it pretty hardcore, like it was a serious situation. And on a scale from one to ten, how funny do you find it? <laughs> right. I feel like it was so yeah. overdone with Lampley that they had to have Dane Davis do it the second time. <laughs> you know, because they're like, we can't have Lampley do it two times in a row. We got to switch it up to another offensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah, glad we got the win. Corin Calebit wasn't perfect, but it's football. Football's never perfect. So. three touchdowns. That's I know, but I had an alternate spread plus twenty-seven and a half. Ugh. Plus no, twenty-seven. Minus, minus. Sorry, you know what I meant. You were confident. Yeah, yeah. Chris was the one that called for us to lose. The defense went well. I mean, beyond my wildest expectations. Like yeah. I thought. I thought like you, Matt. I thought they would. Chris? I watched Lagette against Mississippi State. Apparently, Mississippi State. <laughs> what? You froze for a minute. Did I? Yeah, and then so... you came in and you were ranting about Mississippi State. No, <laughs> they suck. Apparently. <laughs> Real bad. But I thought that Lagette would and others would do more, but no. They, was, they decided to just make every open field tackle. Every single one of them that they missed in Florida and in, in UTSA and others. It, 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 I, that's not the defense that I've seen. Not since the Virginia game. My favorite thing about the defense was there were a lot of young guys out there. Um, T Lander at linebacker. Um, yes. Oh, Carter. Who were the other ones? Carter was out there, made a good play. What about the secondary? I couldn't tell in the stadium. Did any of the young guys. No, didn't all, all the no. all the young players were in the front seven. The yeah. back end were just the same. Yeah, would love to see the, uh, the secondary get some of those young guys in. But all right, anything else, South Carolina? Jackson Ross, forty-nine oh, yeah, yards yeah. average. The Man, guy was I, I would feel like say he that. could almost fake every single punt. Like he just there runs was out a point there where he had so much room to run. He should have done. Ah, gosh. Yeah, we're gonna uh, hit somebody with one of them. I would say that one thing that uh, I would like to bring up is uh, we Williams probably did have his punt return touchdown called back for no reason because that block in the back that called back our punt return touchdown was iffy at best. Really, and you say it was like on the complete opposite side yeah, of the field on the too. Opposite side. <laughs> Wait, uh, he had a he had a punt return for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he had a punt here talking about the game, and it got called back for blocking the back, which was iffy. Was it in the highlights? <laughs> uh, I do want to congratulate South Carolina. They essentially got a victory because they had a successful fake punt, and they made us use a timeout. So I feel like that's really all they came to do. That fake punt, though, like when you look at the replay and you see the the defensive back or whatever, just completely ignore that receiver and go with the other guy. Like, 
Okay, even if it's not a fake, like you're just gonna let that guy run down the field and tackle our punt returner. Like that, I don't know what happened there, but I think they got they got a little lucky on that uh, coverage mishap. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm just gonna throw this out. Going out of this entire football Saturday, I'm just gonna say that I am less scared of Bama and Georgia. But I'm more scared of A and M and Missouri. Okay, I thought you were going to say Kentucky at first. Yes. No, I don't, like I, I'm just always going to be like I don't care. Kentucky can go eleven and one, and we're going to be their one loss. <laughs> just how it is. That's how I just think. If that comes to be true, I don't know, but that's just how I think. But I think we honestly we I legitimately I could make a pretty good argument for us going 5 and 0 over the next 5 SEC games and I could also make an argument that we go 0 and 5. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean Arkansas kind of sucks but Texas A&M looked enormous and fast. Who did A&M play again? I forgot. Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> and that nightmare of a game that they That's played right. for a year. Yeah. That Arkansas, that Jerry World game is like, why Arkansas? You give you give them a home field advantage every year, and you go and you lose. Not only do you lose, you lose either horribly, like last one, or last year, where they just some fluky garbage happens. It's 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 Tennessee, Florida. It's awful. <laughs> I'm a little As a scared. Preview, of A and M was the yeah. So kind of the real deal. The question I kind of have for the chat that I was kind of thinking of, or the group, is um, watching. Uh, obviously, we're watching uh, Alabama A and M this week. Do you? What outcome is best for Tennessee in two weeks? Them getting smashed, them being a close win, them being a close loss, or them winning big. What kind of A and M do we want coming into Knoxville? Extremely emotional win is probably the best case scenario. Okay, that's a good one. I Always was second say, best than them getting destroyed. Yeah, that was my own. Emotional win. What's the. Walk me through the psychology. They're going to. You just can't content. You can't get up back to back weeks typically. So we need them to spend all of their energy beating Alabama. I almost want them to be a little deflated. Has A&M lost an SEC game yet? No. No. They just lost to Miami, right? Or did they drop another one? It was a debacle. Yeah, yeah they got murdered by him. Yeah. Um, no, I think I can figure I guess this... The cheap narrative all year has been we got to get to a point where Petrino... And Fisher are pointing fingers at each other and, and the <laughs> locker room discord. I don't know that that's going to happen. They look really solid, although their quarterback does turn the ball over quite a lot. Well, it, is this true? They get their quarterback or main wide receivers hurt, so they're on their backup QB? Yeah. yeah. Max Johnson for the year. Max Johnson's the guy now, but they have Anaya Smith back. And that dude is very shifty. He's the typical A&M do it 
do all all purpose kind of guy. Yeah. Is this just the third time we've played A and M since they came in. Yeah. Row yeah. two, One right? Was in twenty twenty, so. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't count. That at all. I vividly remember twenty sixteen though. I only uh, remember the album Camara game. You don't remember actively rooting for A and M. The Basilio hard push. Let's, oh, I, oh, that's true. That was. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the game itself. I just remember the Trey Wallace story breaking like right before kickoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that game. I just forgot that it was against A and M. Yeah, that was that was A and M. That was yeah, A. I guess it was, I thought it was Mississippi it was. State. It was the end of the year. It was the last. Yeah, it was like November. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. We just had whatever with Florida. And we were feeling a certain way, and, and yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, Evan, and we wanted him gone. Well, speaking of A and M. Anyway, that would be scary. Oh, Danny boy, the fans, the fans are calling for Checker kneeling against A and M. You guys for or against Ford or against? Or. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a three thirty. CBS game. Okay. Yeah. It'll look good. It's one of the cooler things that we do. I mean, we're doing this like two days after a win, though. Like, can we stop? We just immediately go on to the next thing. Like, all right, what are we going to do after well, this? We've done Smoky Graves. We've done Black. We've done Checker Neelan. What do we got left? Traditional orange and white with an orange oh, and white goodness. stadium. Oh, my goodness. Can yeah. you imagine that? I do, I do like that last year when we beat Alabama and had that amazing scene, it was traditional, like, you know, just an orange out stadium with our orange, you know. Yeah, and it shows you, you we don't need the, the gimmicks. Could you imagine if we but beat Alabama and we were wearing There was a gimmick, race? though. We did do the orange out, Matt. That was a gimmick. I mean, that's fine. Like, that's our main school color. Yes, wear orange to the game. <laughs> you save it for joy. Georgia. Uh, you do that with Georgia. Yeah, but this one. Is Here's just... the thing, and this is a good point. Chris just brought up is like, I'm more confident in us versus Georgia than I am A and M. Like right now, as me sitting here today, I think we have a big Georgia than A and M. I don't know if I'm quite there yet. I mean, I don't know what it is about A and M, but Ugh. I'm always just kind of nervous about playing them and I, I don't know that i should be but it's just i don't know we don't see them enough and they're an unknown yeah yeah and they're just weird people <laughs> whoop all right <laughs> they are weird so no, i don't know anything about them really i've never been there i don't know if i would want to go kelb you've been right yeah, they're yeah. they're fairly weird. The one thing I remember about the game day was like at all their tailgates they have like these they like hang on their tents everyone in their family and what year they went to A and M or what year they graduated from A and M. So you could just oh I don't know. Send an offering weird. plate around the stadium, like what a bunch of weirdos. If you went to Texas A&M, you would think that was the coolest thing. <laughs> well, tradition. I did A&M. Value. Okay. 
You can't walk on the grass there. Walk on what no. grass? Like anywhere? On the uh, campus grass, anywhere. That's why we lost. Caleb I believe us. only Beverly can. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, we want to save A&M mainly for next week. I mean, we've got to already say, touched say. them. Yeah, I, I do think that it's going to be fun that, like, we can we can literally sit here Saturday and watch our next two weeks game, like, play each other. Man, I hate bye weeks for us. I, hate well, I love bye weeks. Yeah, I, I love amazing. Like, I can enjoy the other games. I don't know. It just, it's so depressing knowing that you have to wait, like, a whole nother week to play. Like, I, I just don't like that. Oh, you get a per- free release weekend in the middle of the of things. It's a great day. Although this is really like, I don't know, the first year in a while that I've enjoyed watching other football teams in Tennessee so maybe it will be nice for a change. Are there any good games this weekend? A&M and Bama. Oh yeah. Alright. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody actually look at the schedule? <laughs> our our prep time has been great for this. Yeah, we're always. Uh, while you're doing that, something popped into my head. Do uh, do any of you think that we are being overly and aggressively screwed by the referees? I know this is a very Kentucky fan thing to say, but it felt egregious on the replay. I mean, particularly the getting squirrel white choke slam nearly on that grab. I don't know if that no that I mean that definitely was a pi easy, and I think they you said said that they were going to throw it, but they saw him catch the ball, so they didn't throw it. And don't take that excuse, but I think they're just not calling stuff overall in all the games, not just us. I don't know. I mean, that is true. I I mean, even our defensive backs aren't getting pass interference calls, really. I guess we should be. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're just not close enough to get them. (laughs) I feel feel like it's to the point where somebody said something where it's like, look, if it's even remotely questionable, don't call it. You only call it if it's, like, super clear and blatant. Super clear. Well, you think uh, they told them to help shorten the games to stop calling penalties? Okay. I'm, I've heard people complaining about the game length, and I was kind of—I kind of thought they were complaining for no reason. But I do think the commercials are longer this year. Seeing like the red hat guy with his sign, they had some like—I feel like it was never over three minutes in the past, and now it's like every time it's more than three-minute commercial break. Yeah. And I hate when they go to a commercial and like a critical like review or something. Like, oh, we're gonna see if you know he actually crossed the plane, and they're gonna go up three to blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, but we'll be right back. Whopper, 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 whopper. There was some guy that called into a post game show and said that um, he had a little stopwatch. And oh, he would start and stop it with every commercial break, and the whole total commercial break in the entire game was fifty-four minutes. <laughs> that doesn't. That's yeah. crazy. 
I'm just curious what it used to be. I mean, how much money are these networks making off of just one single game? Like, if you're running an hour of commercials and, like, a three-hour broadcast, three and a half hours, like, good lord. Making bank. That's what it's about. What? Real quick, the worst part, you, you mentioned the game day experience earlier. The worst part by far is the pre-fourth quarter, whatever happens there. It is so bad. It's like friends in low places for a minute and a half, and then they go Uh-oh. for a minute, and then, then they start playing some rap music. Join it and gets no one excited. Okay, so we heard friends in low places, and then what were the next two? <laughs> yeah, you you froze. Dang it! You froze. Stir the saying what it was, but not in like how long they do it. Like <laughs> it was pretty impressive. All right, so friends in low places followed by what? Stir all the pearl. Stir all the pearl. Okay. And then like a random assortment of what seemed to me to be popular hip-hop music, but I can't say for certain. Okay. Well, did you dance, or...? I didn't. No. What did I do? <laughs> Jesus. I do not know. <laughs> That's oh hilarious. God. I, I'm glad that, we, that we're not trying to feel like we have to have made, like, a fourth-quarter tradition, though. I think it would be cool if we had one. But, I don't know. I can't imagine what it would be. I know. How about, okay, how about we orange out the stadium, and then the fourth quarter, we put on white shirts in the white sections, and everybody in the orange section keeps the orange on. Two gimmicks in one game. I think Danny probably already has the rights to that one. (laughs) Wasn't it a couple years ago? I mean, this is probably a while back, um when I had season tickets, they were trying to make Boys of Fall our fourth quarter tradition. And I hated that. I would like to give Copperhead Road a try and see how it's received. Okay, that's a good good one. Chris, what would your fourth quarter tradition be? Uh, Reading a chapter of The Fountainhead. I don't know. (laughs) I want mine to be um, having more points than the other team and finishing the game like that. I think that's mine. I mean, the best fourth pre-fourth quarter happening I can ever remember was the 2009 Georgia game when the team did the huddle hop out on the field. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, everybody does the huddle hop, though. Yeah, but that one had some juice. That would have some real juice. Something just popped in my head about awful traditions. Remember when we used to uh, write pregame tradition where we had our drum line circle uh, the defensive players? Oh, God. Like, AJ. Oh, God. And it, 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 <laughs> oh, no. And AJ Johnson were just like headbanging to our. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. That was the oh. tradition. Oh. Uh, that's one of those things you're trying to go to sleep and it comes to your mind and yeah you exactly sleep. you're done you're do- oh man that was the worst uh, i'm so sorry you remember that oh my god 
cute uh, Dr. Ryder. <laughs> do they still have the cheerleader go out there, like the male cheerleader, and like try to pump up the crowd before? No, it's Throw the Pearl now. Ooh. Oh, even better. Wow. It was actually pretty good Saturday, though. He didn't really say anything. He just had like a video playing, and he was just out there being crazy. So they did recognize the 98 team, right? After, like, what, a quarter or something? How was that? Yeah. It was all right. They paraded out, like, I don't know what the rhyme or reason was, but it was, like, every, like, if you won an SEC championship on multiples of five years ago, then they brought you back. So they had, like, all these cross-country teams from, like, the 70s, <laughs> and they paraded all these teams out before the 98 football team. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jesus. Century of dominance. <sighs> we just had to let him know. Well, well, thank you, Billy Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got left? Do you More have any talk next week? What, what, Chris? Do you have any interest in some games of note? Games yeah. of note? Yeah, I've got a game for you guys. Okay, 1999, Tennessee versus Wyoming. What <laughs> UT receiver had seven catches for 183 yards and two touchdowns? And 99. 99. I get seven for He was still on the team in 99. Touchdowns. First thought was Jeremy Copeland, but probably not. Go Cedric Wilson. I'm gonna go Cedric Wilson. He's still on the team. Cedric okay. Wilson was. Yeah, okay. uh, Cedric, that's, yeah, Cedric. Oh, man, it was Cedric Wilson. You guys are good. All right, well, well Wyoming receiver had them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love going back and seeing all these old names. Who, who are your your some of your uh, all-time Vol name players? I think mine's Raynock Thompson. What a name. Oh, God, it was good. I love Raynock Thompson. I love Tyrone Hines. Yeah, I mean, goodness. Bill Duff at the bottom of the heap. <laughs> like fraud base. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, Jim Bob Cooter. Oh boy. You have to say it like John Ward, though, Kyle. It's fuad, fuad. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Peerless Price is obviously an all-timer. So, Caleb, did you have any actual food at the tailgate, or was it just snacks? Uh, we had mostly snacks. Did we have any real... I had buddies when we oh, first okay. got there. Remind before me to you tell there? you. Uh, do what? You said had, before you got there, or did you well, take it with We picked it up you? on the way, and I ate it when oh, we got there. Okay, that's good. Buddies, that's good. we had chips and cookies, and uh, we had a little charcuterie set up with... Uh-huh. Crackers and uh, cheese and sopressata. Sopressata. And some chili orange sauce. Delightful. What are those those little peppers that uh, Papa John's gives to you? What, how do you pronounce those? Pepperoncinis. Pepperoncinis, okay. The N in there always throws me off. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say the N or not. That's one of those things that, like, I yeah. want to know the answer, but I just... I can't bring myself to look it up. You know, it's kind of like 
I like the mystery of it more than what getting the knowledge. I don't know. I don't say it out loud. I, I say it in my head and assume it's right. I also want to know for the, those who went to the game, the, <laughs> is the Wi-Fi worth it? Was it good? <laughs> the Wi-Fi didn't really work once the game started in the upper deck. It's not supposed to work in the upper deck yet. You're I think it's only a lower... Only, only for the elites right now. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? It's ridiculous. I mean, they're going to have it in the upper deck next year, but... Well, they said they were going to have good Wi-Fi for the last 15 years, and apparently Luckily, it is Luckily, I had cell service, so it was not a big deal, but... He did. I Blackout. Blackout in G13. I think what we need to do is uh, when we replay this, we need to just do a counter every time Chris says, I don't remember or I was blackout. (laughs) And just have like a ding, ding. (laughs) And just do like a montage of Chris saying, I don't remember. I don't remember. That happened. Ding. (laughs) One of my best moments. All right, anything else this week, boys? That also needs to be a counter when Matt says, is there anything else? <laughs> there also needs to be a counter anytime <laughs> Kyle been, criticizes time someone else. <laughs> Kyle, is all the uh, flood water uh, gone up there yet? Yeah, I mean, it. I would say New York City last Friday was horrible from about 5 a.m. to noon, but afternoon it was fine. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think we in, like some areas got like seven inches between like seven a.m. and noon. The one video of like the subway wall just having like a stream of water coming out of it—that was, yeah. and it was dirty water too. That was even better. But yeah, glad you guys are okay up there. Well, thanks. We appreciate. It. Yeah. Was there All anything right. else? Caleb. You've been awful you quiet. <laughs> Red River rivalry coming up. Oh, that's right. That's this weekend. <laughs> Are there any other? Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about good games. Any other good games? LSU, Missouri. Ooh. That actually might be pretty good. That would be interesting. If Chip Kelly loses, I, I want to see the heat turned up on him a little bit. L- Chip right. Kelly. Yeah, uh, Brad, uh, Brian Kelly. Oh, it's like, it's like, who's UCLA play? <laughs> I get, I always get them mixed up. Uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Meh. Yeah, that I, was... I am here for the 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 uh, recent Georgia first half or Kentucky first half of the season going undefeated and then somehow finishing like six and six every year. Have they been five and zero oh the last four years? God. Here's my thing. I think Georgia's got a loss in them. I just hope it's against us and not Kentucky. Yeah. Because I don't want Kentucky to beat them and then Georgia right their ship afterwards. Oh, man. it's oh, I'm excited for the late season. Like Teams lose and playoff pictures muddied. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. Uh, the SEC West, I feel like it's going to be insane down the stretch. So every SEC West team has a loss, right? Uh, well, not a conference loss, but Bama lost, LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Yep. I think, yeah. It would not surprise me. 
I mean, the A&M or Bama could win Saturday. I mean, like, it wouldn't surprise me if LSU somehow beats Bama later in the year, like even though they've not been <laughs> playing well. Yeah, it is definitely the uh, craziest SEC it's been in a while. A welcome change. Yes, sir. All right. Anything else? Oh, there we go again. Ding. Think that's it. You think that's it? All right. Bye, guys. All right. Chris, next? hope your voice gets better. Thanks, Matt. Drink a uh, hot tea and put some honey in there. <sighs> Not my oh. thing, but I'll try it. All right, guys. All right. See you later. All yeah. right, Kyle. You you take care. Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to be like a, a grandmother getting off the phone, okay, Caleb? All right, you hang up your first. teeth, okay? All right. Love you. Bye.